All right, here we go. It's great to be with you on the Texas Tech edition of the Heartland College Sports Podcast Network. I'm Mike Guido here with you. It is great to have you in. Uh, we have plenty of stuff to go over today as there are, it, uh, there's a ton of stuff going on in Lubbock. Uh, we've announced, <laughs> Texas Tech announced that there's a $200 million facilities project uh, that's going into the football program. So we're going to see a lot of new buildings. It's going to be pretty sick <laughs> from what I've heard and from what I've seen the new Texas Tech football facility is going to be insane so uh, that's going to be something to go see uh, the MLB draft is currently underway and one of our own has gotten drafted number 12 overall to the Detroit Tigers Jace Jung we'll discuss that in about 15 minutes uh, but I do want to begin the show today with this this is the big news here um is so a week after, and this is coming from an ESPN article out of, uh, from Dave Wilson, uh, a week after Texas Tech announced that they were uh, starting that $200 million facilities project into their football program, uh, the Lubbock Avalanche Journal reported that 100 Red Raider football players would be signed to one-year, $25,000 NIL contracts. $25,000. That'll be for 85 players on scholarship and 15 walk-ons. Now, here's the thing. and I'm going to dive into the deeper NIL deal in a minute. But, um, you know, I, I find this incredibly interesting because... Um, you know, people ask me like, you know, Guido, do you think that this is going to help with recruiting? And in a way, I, I do think it'll help with recruiting because making some money is better than making no money, at least in the player's mind. But, um, I, I just, I find it amazing that $25,000 is what the players are going to be getting paid. And that's it. I mean, we do realize that like some of these some of these NIL deals that these players are going to get are like five hundred thousand dollars. Like million dollar NIL deals. Okay, so twenty five thousand dollars is really not that much. Now, again, I do think it'll help in recruiting a little because look, for the guys that aren't going to get those crazy, lucrative, $500,000 million, you know, whatever, the, the guys that aren't going to get those deals, yeah, it'll probably be more attractive. But I, at the same time, you kind of have to ask yourself, you know, Texas Tech, as much as we'd like, as much as we'd want it to be, and as much as, you know, we'd like to, you know, toot our own horn, I mean, let's be honest with ourselves. Texas Tech is not Alabama. Texas Tech is not LSU. It's not Clemson. Like It's not one of these crazy programs with, you know, all this money that, that are amazing every year. Like, it is in Ohio State. Like, it, it's, it's not, we're not in that tier. We're just not. At least not now. We don't have the kind of money that, you know, that, that some of these programs can potentially offer. You know, if you have to choose between Alabama and Texas Tech, let's say he doesn't care about prestige as far as football 
pedigree is concerned. Like let's just let's just pretend that the player doesn't care about that. And he is a dollar kind of player. He wants to know the dollar figure. Well, Alabama can offer you 500 grand. Wow, that can change my whole life. $25,000 in monthly installments. I mean, you can buy a Nissan Altima. Like that that's what we're dealing with here. So, yeah, okay, it's cool that Texas Tech is getting in the NIL game. One-year, $25,000 contracts. Cool. Well, Alabama's going to offer you five hundred grand. So does it really help? Yeah, it'll help with the guys that'll get nothing. But this is not going to end up being a big deal. It just won't. And here's the, this kind of ties into the whole, you know, how the NIL, the, the name image likeness deals impact college sports. Lane Kiffin, I think, put it perfect. Lane Kiffin, who has been a college football coach for a long time, pretty much said, well, you're making cheating legal. So, yeah, the teams with more money, the schools, the programs that have the more attractive money-making opportunity, yeah, they're going to get they're going to get an advantage here. I mean, it's and it's simple. I mean, it really is simple, and this is why I've always been against the NIL thing. You know, because I know people will say, well, in the grand scheme of things, the NCAA is making all this money, and the players get none, and all that stuff. Well, here's the thing. I am totally one of those people, by the way, and I know that this makes me hated amongst most people, at least on social media, maybe not, you know, as far as in the real world, but I realize that it makes me, you know, a top target on social media. I really do believe that you can't have the same argument of, well, we really need to value education. We have to value education. You can't have that argument and say, well, I mean, the scholarship isn't enough. The scholarship that they're going to be getting is worth, what, $250,000? I mean, some of these guys come from really poor families. I'd say a lot of these guys come from really poor families. You don't think that that $250,000 education that they are getting for free is worth something? I thought you said education mattered. You can't have that argument. You can't have it both ways. So I am one of those people that thinks that the kid getting free college, that matters. It does. Because truthfully, most of the guys that play college football won't go to the NFL. They're not going to the NFL. They're going to have real-life careers. They're going to have to go into society and contribute like normal people that, who are not professional athletes. The, most guys don't make it. Most guys don't make it. So what do they do? The education is worth more than the NIL deal that they'll get, right? Texas Tech is offering $25,000. If you're at Texas Tech for four years, you're going to have $100,000 in your pocket. That's great. You're still going to need to get a job. Okay, so that's the first thing. 
I am still one of those people to think that education, that free education of these athletes is worth something. They're not getting ripped off. I really don't. Just because the NCAA is making a ton of money off the players' backs, and truthful, I know it sounds bad, but they're making money off the players' backs because the players are playing, right? They're making a ton. The NCAA is making a ton of money, but guess what? These kids get to go to school for free. They get a head start. Do you understand how, honestly, how much of an advantage you have as an adult if you go into life looking for a job without any student loan debt? Do you have any idea how much of an advantage that gives you? You have nothing to pay back. You do not have two hundred grand worth in student loans. That's amazing. Okay, that's that prevents people from buying cars and buying houses and starting families. It prevents people from doing that. You get a clean slate. You owe nothing. And you were given a chance at glory. Isn't that amazing? Like, we really underestimate that. We really underestimate the value of education in this uh, uh in college football when it comes to these athletes getting these deals. But the main reason, again, the main reason why the NIL thing is stupid, and it's the same thing, it kind of also ties into what we were talking about a couple of weeks ago with conferences and how the SEC is going to have 16 teams and the Big 12 is going to have 18 teams and the Big 10 is going to have 16 teams and these 50 crazy college football programs are going to be condensed into three conferences, and it just makes the whole thing stupid. Right? It makes conferences stupid and pointless. Like, it kind of ties into the same thing where you're, it's exactly what Lane Kiffin said. If you allow Alabama to say, okay, kid, okay, number one recruit in the country. Not only are we the best college football program with the best college football coach, but you have the opportunity to make a million dollars here. <laughs> okay, sign me up. I'll pay off my parents' mortgage. I'll pay. I'll done. How could te- how could teams like Texas Tech compete with their cute twenty five thousand dollar offer? And yeah, cool. It's better than nothing. Apparently, these Texas Tech players are expected to do community service and charitable work in the in the Lubbock area. Okay. Cool. I'll take my million. I'll take my million. Seriously, I, you don't think that Bryce Young... Is the like like Bryce Bryce Young is probably making money hand over fist. He's working for Cowherd's Network. He's got a podcast on Cowherd's new network. He's I mean he's getting advertising deals like you wouldn't believe. He's going to be the number one pick in the draft next year. Would you rather be Bryce Young who plays for Alabama, or would you rather be Bryce Young who plays for? Oh, I don't know, Vanderbilt. Would you rather be Bryce Young who plays for Iowa State? Okay, Alabama and LSU and all these big-time 
you know, big college football programs that we all know about, that we all hear about, that always end up in the college football playoff, they always have the edge in recruiting every single year. You have that kind of prestige, guys just want to go there. It is a funnel. It is top of the college football rank, uh, top of the high school football ranks, and it is just a breezeway over to Alabama over to LSU, over to Clemson, over to Ohio State, over to Michigan. It's it's just a breezeway to those schools. It already is that way. I mean, I'm telling you, we're going to get to the point where teams like Texas Tech are just going to become obsolete. They will. They will become obsolete. Oklahoma and Texas are bolting for the SEC. The two biggest well-known schools in the Big 12 are bolting for the SEC. What happens to all the Big 12 schools? What happens to Baylor? I'm sure the team, some guys are going to go to Baylor, but what happens to Baylor? What happens to Oak State? What happens to us? What happens to, like, what happens to those teams? If we cannot compete financially now, I mean, seriously, we were making a big deal about how good of a job that Joey McGuire was doing as far as recruiting was concerned. You have any idea how hard it is for him to recruit now if he's got to compete with teams that are actually offering, like, life-changing money? Listen, $25,000 is nice, but, <laughs> I mean, that's not a livable wage per year. That's the, I, Forget about it. That doesn't make you rich. That makes you poor. Listen, the $25,000, it's a cute little offer, but I'll take my million to go to Alabama. I'll take my, I mean, come on. And this is not really, again, I'm not trying to bash Texas Tech at all because uh, that's not the point of this. The point of this whole thing is not to, you know, undermine what Texas Tech is doing with the NIL because if they have to do this to compete, that's fine. But, the whole concept of NIL, the fact that everybody complained, every college player complained, all every single sports analyst out there, oh, well, you got to pay these kids a fair wage. Really? But you're going to you're going to try to sell to me that you truly value education. You truly value education. Oh, well, <laughs> That scholarship, that's, 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 I mean, it's worth nothing. Really? The scholarship is worth nothing. Okay, tell your kids that. A lot of these analysts have, have, have kids. Okay, they're grown adults, they're parents. Go tell them that the scholarship that they could earn in school, yeah, it's pointless. Go tell them that. I'm sure you don't want to, because you know it's not true. You know, it does, it really does kind of get me fired up, because I just don't understand the argument. I really don't. I understand you wanting to get, you want college players to get paid, whatever sport it is, right? And you want to talk about redirecting athletes into particular sports? What if you have a dual sport athlete that's good at basketball and baseball? Well, I'm certain that given the state of college basketball in this country and how it compares to college baseball, Forget about the contracts that you can make, uh, the contracts that you would get pre- uh, playing professionally. Just talk about the college level. You got a dual sport athlete. Well, listen, I could make X amount of dollars, 
you know, for playing college basketball, or I could make not as much money playing college baseball. I mean, you're I, just the la- it's such a bad idea. NILs is it is such a terrible idea. And it was always a terrible idea. The day that they allowed it, the day that they allowed the whole NIL thing, I was that I I knew that college sports was doomed. It's doomed. College sports will cease to exist if the NIL gets out of hand. Now, if it becomes regulated, right, you can only offer a certain amount of money. Alabama can't just big boy their way through recruiting. They can't just slap their hand on the table and say, okay, look at this stack of cash. They can't do that. How about everybody offers the same amount of money? Okay, we're getting somewhere now. What if the NIL deal is, okay, well, if you want to offer an NIL deal, here's the starting salary for a freshman. Hmm, I'm not even sure how that would work, but that's the only way I'd get behind it. You don't give the advantage in recruiting because, again, I I really don't think that people are thinking far enough into the future. This will kill college sports. NIL will kill college sports, and I mean that with every inch of my being. It will kill it. It'll kill it. So, listen, I I can go on for days about the whole NIL thing and how much it pisses me off and, you know, how much it, (laughs) how much I, I hate it. I hate it. I hate it. I hate it. I can go on forever about it, but seriously, like, (laughs) I I mean, this is just, it's insane. Texas Tech is, you know, they're dumping $200 million into their facilities. Texas Tech's going to have an unbelievable football setup. Seriously, their their stadium is going to be gorgeous. Their practice field is going to be pristine. Their their facilities are going to be state of the art. Like it, it, it's going to be unbelievable. I mean, and it's going to, the brand new thing. I mean, recruits are going to go are going to visit Texas Tech. They're going to step into those facilities. They're going to walk into the locker room. They're going to be like, dude, <laughs> this is just ridiculous. It's going to be insane how beautiful and high tech and. I, Modern, just brand new, everything is. Seriously, it's going to be unbelievable. I'd be surprised if Texas Tech didn't have robot butlers. Like It's just going to be nuts. It's going to be nuts. But guess what? It really isn't going to matter. Because that $25,000 that that Texas Tech is going to offer these players, I'm sorry, it just isn't going to be enough to compete. It isn't. It isn't going to be enough. It's cute. It's a cute little offer. But that's all it is. It's cute. Okay, so our very own Jace Jung got drafted number 12 overall to the Detroit Tigers. Uh, he is, uh, truthfully, if you want my honest opinion, uh, he was one of the best hitters in the country. He was one of the best hitters in the country this past season. Okay, and here's the thing that I think that matters in professional baseball more than anything else. Um, you know, because everything is moving more towards analytics and, you know, 
finding ways to get on base rather than batting average and and all of that stuff. Power over contact. Um, well, Jace Jung has both. You know, and he's kind of following up his brother Josh, who also went to Texas Tech, who is now um, with the Texas Rangers. And, you know, that legacy is going to be amazing. But, you know, you look at what Jace Jung did last year. Here's his slash line, just in case you didn't know. Uh, he hit 335. Here's the important part. He had a 481 on base percentage, a 612 slugging. He had an OPS of 1093. 1093. 14 homers, 57 RBIs. He walked 59 times. I mean, he he was amazing. He was amazing last year for Texas Tech. So, uh this is why, you know, if you look at what MLB.com did, MLB.com gives him, they give him a 60 overall uh, as far as a scouting grade, which is above average. It goes from 20 to 80, 80 being the most unbelievable thing you've ever seen, and 20 being, you know, I don't know why this guy plays at all. Um, but a 60 hit tool and a 60 power tool. I mean, that's really solid. I, forget about that. I mean, look. It's, it's tough for players to get over the 55 mark. If you're over 60, you're well above average. You are well above average. You know, so, you know, they called him a little bit of uh, unorthodox at the plate and everything like that, a left-handed hitter, uh, no discernible weakness. Um, you know, they say, look, his his value comes from his bat, but they, but they say, look, if you can develop this player well enough, you know, and he's not a super big guy. He's six foot two oh five, but if you can develop him, he's going to hit three hundred and thirty homers on an annual basis. That's what they're saying. You know, and he may not stick at second base. He might need to move to third. He's not going to be. He's not an amazing defensive player. They they have him as a slightly below average defensive player, which I don't think is too far off. You know, he's not overly quick. He's not one of these players that changes the game defensively. You're, he's in the lineup for his bat. You know, his defensive prowess, if it comes, it comes. If it doesn't, whatever. But, listen, Jace Jung's going to be a good player for the Detroit Tigers. He will. Because what you see now, again, a 481 on base. His career on-base percentage in college was 458. He got on base 45% of the time. Whether it's walks, whether it's... And look, 295 plate appearances, struck out 42 times. That's nothing. That's nothing. And just, listen, it's simple math. Multiply the at-bats by two, okay? You know, say he plays... Say he has 500 at-bats. He has 500 bats in the big leagues. What's that? It's it's less than a 20% strikeout rate. That's great. I mean, Aaron Judge strikes out 30% of the time. Stanton strikes out 30% of the time. I mean, you have a low strikeout rate and you find ways to get on. I mean, that that's real value in Major League Baseball. So Jace Young, our own guy, we can feel pride. <laughs> Feel pride in the 21-year-old from San Antonio, Texas, 
the three-year veteran at Texas Tech going number 12 overall to the Detroit Tigers. I'm sure he'll have a fantastic Major League Baseball career. Uh, And that does it for us. As for Mike Guido on the Texas Tech edition of the Heartland College Sports Podcast Network, we'll see you.